Hello, this is your host, Sunita Bagri. I am the founder of the Every Teacher Matters Project. Welcome to the Every Teacher Matters Network podcast. Each podcast has a core focus around the well-being of our teachers, school leaders and educational staff. The Teach Well Alliance works proudly in partnership with the Every Teacher Matters Network to raise awareness of well-being and mental health for our teachers and school staff. We're so pleased that you're able to join us on today's podcast. Hi, Rachel. Lovely to see you today. Hi, really great to be here. Thank you. Brilliant. Thanks for joining me, Rachel. I'm really, really pleased that this evening we are getting together and talking about um, teacher well-being through the podcast Every Teacher Matters Network. Um, so what I'd like to do really is start off by telling the listeners that you are part of a very exciting network called, as I mentioned, the Every Teacher Matters Network. And um, of course, it's um, really exciting to announce that the Every Teacher Matters Network has become national and you're a really big part of that as one of the associate consultants. So Rachel, I would first warmly welcome you and I'd like to introduce the listeners to you so that you can understand a little bit about you and your story and your background. There's a really exciting thing about the network is promoting teacher well-being. That's absolutely the, the point of everything that we do at the Teach Matter, Every Teacher Matters Network. So if I can ask you just to introduce yourself first, just tell us about yourself. Okay, thank you, Sunita. I'm so excited to be here. Honestly, the first time I spoke to you, I was like, oh my goodness, kindred spirit. So, so understand where you're coming from. Um, so I'm Rachel. Um, I, was, I was a teacher for 20 years. Uh, absolutely passionate about teaching. Loved it. Loved working with children. That was where it all came from. It was all child-based. Um, and thought that was just... <laughs> just brilliant. Um, bringing the fun into the classroom. Um, I suppose my specialist subject was drama, um, not an official subject in the primary school, devastated as I am about that. But you know, it, it feeds into so many subjects. You can teach so much through drama. So yeah, so if you were ever to come to my classroom, then that is what you find. Um, so yeah, um, so that was really, really exciting. Um, I love teaching PSHE as well and love teaching PE. So really, really practical things. Um, so obviously I teach everything else and try and make it as much fun as I could. Um, um, but I left teaching in April 2019 um, and I became a coach and a coach to teachers, a coach to parents and a coach to children. And it just gave me the opportunity to do the bits of, when I was working with the children to do the bits of teaching that I loved. So teaching changed for me a lot. Uh, the classroom wasn't the same place anymore. It wasn't the place that I, that I loved. Um, and that was, that was a big deal. That was that it didn't fit in with my values really. Um, yeah. What we I wanted spoke to talk about this, didn't we? When, when we, the first time we spoke, as you say, we're yeah. definitely kindred spirits because yeah. we, we um, spoke passionately about some of the downfalls and, and, and the, the changes in, in the landscape of education. Um, but also in the, in the narrow curriculum that is off, on offer 
so yeah absolutely um and when you're true to your values then it's it's very difficult isn't it to to be aligned to remain aligned yes yeah so I felt like I was having a bit of a fight a battle daily to kind of keep going um so it was yeah it was really important to kind of find that again and I knew I could get that in coaching uh, which I absolutely love doing, working with teachers, helping them find their clarity, helping them find the right steps, their, di- their next direction. Because we can become, as teachers, so, it, it just, it's so busy, isn't it? We are, we are just busy, busy all the time. And yeah, now you've got this to do. And we're constantly spinning those plates and we're just hoping none of them will fall. I always likened it to juggling and just hoping you don't drop any of those. Balls. Absolutely. <laughs> totally agree. Totally agree. Yeah. Um, so, so yeah, us, tell us a bit more about what you're doing now then. Okay, so um, one of the things I do is I go into schools, well, when COVID's not um, <laughs> around, um, but I'm hoping to get back in in October. Um, and I go in and I work with children on a one-to-one. Um, and just those, the, the talk that you can't have as a teacher because you don't have the time. You try and make the time and you try and fit it into your play, to play times and break times and lunch times and seeing what you can do for them but actually there isn't the time in the curriculum now so it's I just sit and I I just listen to them and I meet them where they are and then I help them move forward because if they're not ready to learn then 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 the classroom isn't a great place for them and it can seem really scary as well so when they get to talk about what's going on for them so they may be worried about something that's happening at home Mm. and and then that's all that fills their mind in the classroom. And people are trying, teachers are trying to teach them things, wondering why it's not going in. Mm. And everybody's going, well, what's wrong with this child? If they don't listen, they don't do anything. Mm. And actually, they just needed somebody to talk to about it. Mm. Um, so, yeah, that's, yeah. So, and I, I love the breakthroughs that I have there. And then actually going to talk to the teacher and say, they told me this, they told me that, this, these, this, is, this is what's an issue for them. And yeah, amazing. And the teacher's like, oh, I didn't know that. Oh, I didn't know this. Oh, that's really helpful. Mm. So and it helps build the relationship as well, which is lovely. Yeah, absolutely. That sounds, sounds wonderful. It sounds like um, the character development that uh, most teachers really want to be able to focus on, but because of the constraints um, are, are having to take their eye off that, which is the, the very one thing that they don't want to. So absolutely. there's a lot of frustration there, isn't there? Yes, definitely. So take, I'm going to ask you to sort of take me back to, um, you know, your teaching experience in terms of, you, you mentioned your conflicted values at one point. Yeah. Um, so, so just sort of touch upon that again and explain to the listeners why, um, you know, why you made the decision to leave. And in relation to that, why, what, what's drawn you to the Every Teacher Matters Network? And why, did, why is teacher well-being important to you? Okay. Um, what drove me to leave? So we... So being authentic is really important. It's um, being me in the classroom. Um, Teachers being allowed to play to their strengths is such a passion of mine. And I think we do it with teachers and we do it with children. We do it throughout life. Oh, that's your weakness. That's what you need to work on. Let's work on that and move forward. Um, But actually, why are we not saying your strength is this? That's fantastic. Let's use that. And it just doesn't seem to be recognised. And I think that was really difficult. And then the expectation that in the school I worked in, it was that we would all teach in the same way. Mm. So there'll be three teachers, three formentary, mm. three teachers mm. teaching in exactly the same way. Mm. Very and we are not the same people. 
Um, yeah, like a robot is, is how we felt. Mm-hmm. And the, the whole morale of the school was low and everybody was feeling it. And it was really hard. And I hate to say it, but the only thing that was being batted around was Ofsted this and Ofsted that and Ofsted are coming in. And it just, that was not my focus. My focus was the children. Yeah. And if you focus on the children and you focus on your teachers, then you're going to get results. If you focus on Ofsted, you might get results, but you're going to have a very miserable staff, which leads to some very miserable children. That's right. So, and I think yeah. that is why, and I, I was looking for something. I was looking for something out there that we could do to make things better. Mm. Yeah. Um, and obviously I want big, big better. I want to change everything. I want to change the education system. I, oh yeah, just like the dream. <laughs> Well, you're, you're, you're part of the network, so we're a, we're a powerful team now. Yes, yeah, absolutely. And it was so nice to find you guys and just be able to go, yes, let's work together. Let's, this is, and, and I realized when I stopped getting over-enthusiastic about everything that we have to take it a step at a time, little, little by little, keep making those changes yeah. and start looking out for each other. Absolutely. I think that is really important. It really is. So why is teacher well-being so important to you? And obviously you've touched on a few things there in terms of your own experiences, but why is teacher well-being important to you um, and personally, but also just in the context of the profession? Why do you think it's important? Because um, teachers don't really look after themselves. They, we, we get so like, caught up in what we're doing and looking after other people and making sure the children's well-being. I think we also do it as parents. We go and put ourselves second and go, oh, our child's well-being, are they okay? But we also do it as teachers in the classroom and say, oh, is that child's well-being okay? Are they all right? Are, are they in a safe space? And we, we make the environment really nice for them. But actually, who's making the environment nice for the teachers? So when, ask. Yeah, so when there's 29 new initiatives in a year... For a teacher to kind of get their head around but oh we're making the school better mm. who's who's that on that's on the teachers mm. and that is really hard and and if you're I was bringing it back to the head teacher if the head teacher and the senior leaders aren't looking after their staff then or aren't taking any of those responsibilities away like oh actually let's not put all these in place let's take a few of them back then we then you don't have any choice you can turn around to your staff and say oh everybody leave your laptops at school tonight because I don't want you working at home well half your staff are going to be totally stressed out by that Mm -hmm. because you've still got the however many jobs that you've given them to do so it's really important that we reduce that workload absolutely there's such a misconception isn't there around what well-being is I I had this conversation yesterday I had the pleasure of being on 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 a show and um yeah there's such a misconception because exactly what you just said in terms of you can't ask the staff to leave early if they have a a list of 10 things that are going to depend on everything else you know they've got to do all of those fundamentals so yeah reducing the workload is a a huge part of you know promoting well-being but there's so much other stuff isn't there under that well there's things things like making sure you take a lunch time absolutely take a lunch break yeah. i think i probably spent most of my lunch breaks in my classroom yeah um whether that was preparing for the next lesson because and that's the thing if you talk to a teacher they will be working that week like in that week only okay. yes we'll have 
done our medium term planning mm. and yes, we might know what topics are happening for the year, but literally working day to day is yeah. where you end up because there's so much to do. So yeah. if you said to some, a teacher, oh, can I come and see you a week on Tuesday? They'd go, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what's happening a week on Tuesday. I don't know what's happening at the, by the end of the day from like, the <laughs> next day. Forget it, forget it, you know, a week away. Yeah, it's fast paced. It's such a fast paced profession, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. And I think the change, like you're changing lessons, you're changing classes. So if you're secondary, you're going around different, different classes, seeing so many different children yeah. um, and young people. And then if you're primary, then you're going one lesson to another. And it's like, oh, one minute we're teaching English and oh, now we're teaching maths. And, and every lesson's got to be as great as the last one. And yeah, yeah a lot of pressure. Yeah, certainly is. Certainly is. Yeah, that, that's what's you know, driven so many talented teachers out of the profession, which I personally, and I know we've spoken about this, find really, really difficult to, to just process you know, imagine you being in the classroom, the difference that you would make to, you know, hundreds of children that you still have the energy and, and, and the, you know, the tenacity to teach. But I know, and it's great that you're doing something that you love, but, it, it, you know, had you not been in that position, had your well-being been made a priority, I'm, I'm sure that you would have stayed in the profession. And that, yeah, that, that's a tragedy, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. And I, oh, honestly, I love those kids. I just, yeah. any, just you can always find something good in them and and yeah and I, I love picking out the bit and going oh that child needs this and they, they need that but yeah. I was starting to find that I was spending more time away from my class than I was with them mm. because we were off doing we were off talking about the class I'm like why am I sitting here talking about the class and how many points progress each child can make when I could be actually in yeah. the classroom making the difference right now making the difference yeah, yeah absolutely. absolutely that's it so what i'd like you to do really is is i'm going to ask you another two questions and because i would like to think that part of the mission of the every teacher matters network is to promote teacher well-being so that teachers stay in the profession yeah. now clearly you know there's going to be unique circumstances um, and if leaving is the right thing for, for a teacher then and that that needs to be the decision that they make but I would like to think that if we treated our school staff appropriately with care and attention um, and if personal development and understanding and awareness of mental health were really raised and endorsed then I'd like to think that the impact of that would be that teachers remain and that really is a mission of, of, of mine so just share with us what what and I know in the work that you do with the children now you know you might want to reference that because you did your eyes did sparkle when you were telling me about that because you're doing absolutely what you want to with those yeah. children but tell me what you loved about teaching oh, I love oh, I love the creativity the the fun of it the, the the make it the planning planning something exciting like um the the activities i was thinking about it today and i thought one of the things i absolutely loved was like we did a charity event in school and every member of the school was involved and every child came in the hall it was a sports charity because i loved pe and i was all about promoting movement to to for learning and everything yeah so important um, Oh, so important. And yeah, and I'm very passionate about it. So I, we'd got this whole thing going on and got people in and it was just amazing. And somebody just said to me, this is when I love being a teacher. And yeah. I just thought, yes, that is it. Like the, yeah. every single child was involved 
nobody whinged, nobody moaned. <laughs> it yeah. was just amazing. And every teacher was involved as well. And the money the school raised, and I remember the head teacher saying to me, I don't think we'll raise very much. Mm. We raised, oh my goodness, I can't even remember. It might have been about £3,000 or something ridiculous. That's fabulous, isn't amazing. it? Amazing. Because they were all so enthused about it. And it was just brilliant. So yeah. things like that, sport, anything where they, they were getting them out and about, moving. I loved using Go Noodle in the classroom. Mm. I don't know yeah. if you've used it. Um, I haven't used it, but I'm familiar with it. Yeah, it's really good fun. And it would be like a great movement break. Like, let's do our work. Let's do some movement. Let's do our work. And that worked so well. I'm clearly talking to a teacher that understands pedagogy, you know, yes. and how children learn. Uh, and, yeah. and again, that, that's um, so important to know your pupils and, and to be able to know what they need. And actually, what teachers like you need to remain in the profession is autonomy yes because to, to be able to make those decisions in regards to how creative the curriculum needs to be you need to be you need to feel autonomous yeah I used to I think the thing that and like almost the straw that broke the camel's back was almost like no you can't have a star chart in your classroom because nobody else has one mm. and you're just like <laughs> what? I just star of the week why can't I have a star of the week why can't we have one child who becomes star of the week and we write nice things about them that's I, it I, I was just like I, I'm it. sorry <laughs> teaching with your, your your hands tied behind your back totally um yeah it, it, it's not a recipe to keep teachers in the profession at all so and that's why we need to talk about it and highlight these these very reasons and these frustrations that are driving you know talented professionals like you out of of of, of an industry that needs us the most yes thanks for sharing that with us Rachel that that's it's important that we still inspire uh, and we talk we speak our truths yeah yeah so, so in the same by the you know same token now I'm going to ask you to express and tell me what your challenge is what has been your greatest challenge in teaching and, and how have you overcome that oh um greatest challenge in teaching well I was going to say I think it was compromising my values I think that what became my greatest challenge not being able to be have fun not being able to make choices I think being disempowered I think would be how I'd describe it mm. to the point that I just I I couldn't do it anymore unfortunately that meant I left so that's not really solving my problem um as such but yes it um yeah I did it was really hard it was a hard decision to leave yeah um but I also knew I couldn't continue any longer I could not keep yeah. going down yeah. that path I, I recognize that in in the sort of work that I do absolutely so although you you haven't you know you have said that you've left the profession actually you have but similarly to me we're working with teachers we're still yeah. involved in schools yeah. and we're still involved in education so can I say that you've overcome that by remaining true to education yeah. and actually I probably have more time now to be more passionate about helping teachers yeah. I, I was coaching teachers when I was still in the profession but it's so now I'm and now I'm still coaching them but now I have a bit more time to reflect on that and I feel like I can support them better yeah. now that I'm out because yeah. then you're turn, totally taken up with what's going on in your classroom, what's going on, what work you need to do, what assessments you need to do, what reports you need to write. 
So you don't have the time to fully commit to them. Whereas now I feel I can actually fully commit to them and do and and help them to to the best of my ability, really. And I I love it. I love the breakthroughs. I love the work I do. I can tell. I can tell. That's great. (laughs) That's that's super, isn't it? It's such such important work, such important work. So, so Rachel, what advice would you give to a, a teacher that was struggling with their mental health or well-being right now? Well, I didn't, I'd definitely encourage them to speak to somebody, um, reach out to a network like this and uh, join, join, find, like, find like-minded people, find people in the same boat as you. Um, one of the bits of advice I would give if you were in school is don't follow what everybody else does, mm-hmm. but do what's right for you. So if, if, you're, if the person in the next classroom says, oh, I'm, I'm going to go home at five o'clock every day, I won't stay in school longer than that. But actually you leaving the classroom at five o'clock means that you haven't prepped for the next day and you need that, then, then do it. Do what's right for you. Because yes, it's easy to give yourself a cutoff time, but actually maybe it's a cutoff task rather than a cutoff time. Mm-hmm. And you say, when I've set my visual timetable for tomorrow morning so I can come in and it's ready, that might be what you need. Of course, you might be a, like, leave it all behind, let, go and I'll sort it out tomorrow. That might be what you, what, who you are. So you leave early and you get in a bit earlier to sort everything out. But yeah, you just need to do what's right for you and yeah. take those breaks. And if you don't have time to go a walk around like at lunchtime, because I know how busy we all are, um, then take a walk with your class. Yeah. So th- that movement yeah, break is uh, something that you can do as part of it and when when they're doing a go noodle join in yeah, <laughs> it's great good advice. for your mental health as well oh yay i did some exercise today <laughs> yeah, it, it doesn't have to be anything like going to the gym you know no. th- we can create those opportunities in the classroom easily yeah. two great suggestions right there yeah yeah g- good uh, and i think you touched on something ever so important there in in that what well-being looks like for you would be very yeah. different to what it looks like for me yeah it's so in unique we're so different in in what we what who we are what we value what we enjoy doing so you're you're absolutely right telling someone to leave at five o'clock again you know reference to what we said earlier may not be helpful to that individual because they might like to complete all of their tasks within the school day and go home and not have to worry about work so it might not be helpful but yeah you're you're so right it's it's being absolutely clear about knowing what your triggers are yeah. and then what your what 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 are your ways to to be able to support yourself mm-hmm. in managing those triggers so that you remain in a sense of you know well-being in a state of well-being yeah, so, yeah I'm really glad that you mentioned that that yeah that's great advice and um, I'm sure the listeners will really appreciate that um, so uh, Rachel just like you to finish by telling us um, where people can where you're based so if they'd like to join the Every Teacher Matters networks that you're going to host this year, then they know where to find you. And also if they'd like to contact you to talk to you about the work that you're doing, how might they be able to get hold of you? Okay, um, I'm based down in Dorset. So I'm going to be doing an Every Teacher Matters session, well-being session down here um, in December. I think it's, oh, I want to say the 10th, but I might be making that up. <laughs> no, That's all right. <laughs> Details are on the website. So okay. everyone can um, double check. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So absolutely, come along, and hopefully, we'll all be in the like face to face. Let's hope. Let's hope. Yeah. 
yeah um so you can find me i'm on linkedin as rachel b coaching or rachel underscore b coaching um i'm oh did i say linkedin oh i'm sorry i meant instagram (laughs) i am on linkedin as rachel savage i think um and i'm also on facebook um as rachel and savage um so i have a website it's www.mindfulempowerment.co.uk um and if you would love to email me i'd love to hear from you and i love to hear your stories and it's rachel at mindfulempowerment.co.uk so just reach out give me a shout great here for you Fabulous. Thanks so much, Rachel, for speaking to the Every Teach Matters Network. And we are delighted to have you as an associate and absolutely delighted that the network will be taking, um, undertaking some meetings down in Dorset, which is fabulous. So thanks very much for taking the time to speak to us and um, I'll speak to you soon. Amazing. Thank you. I do hope you enjoyed listening to today's Every Teacher Matters conversation. It is our mission to be the voice of our amazing school staff. You can find out more by visiting everyteachermattersproject.com or contacting me directly at contact at sanitabagri.com. Thanks for listening.